This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I don't know right. why I put my headphones on. I can literally just hear you. I talking. like having headphones on because I feel like if I'm getting loud, I can hear it. Or if I'm getting soft, I can hear it. Or you can't hear it. What if this was an ASMAR podcast. A M S A. Oh, so wait, A S M A R. A S M R. A S M R. I mispronounced. What is it? It's a, a audio syncing. I don't know what it stands for. It makes me raunchy. Because isn't that what it is? Is it like a is it like a fetish thing? I've just heard it, and then I've seen random posts of I, like of Instagram of people like. Oh, chips. yeah, yeah, yeah. YouTube is like littered with these videos. And it's like, I just know like, it's like kind of like how unboxing videos are big on YouTube. And like, I, do, I know nothing about, like, like I, I'm just like, why is that of interest to anyone? It's the same thing with the AM, ASMR. What's your weird YouTube, like a video you'll watch? There are like two for me that I can give you right off the top of my head. Number one, it, it used to be people playing video games. I get, like, not, like, long, like, hey, I'm going to play the whole game. It would be, like, just clips. I'd be kind of, like, in on it. Really? Yeah. So I, I always, that was always, and that's, that's the, uh, like, the, why Twitch is blown up mm-hmm. is because everyone loves watching other people play video games. For me, I'm like, no, I, I used to hate that. As, like, a kid, if we were at a buddy's house and they only had two controllers, and I'm, like, the third guy there, and I just sit and watch, I hated that. Oh, I'm bad at video games? Like, sports games I'll play, but like like Call of Duty or stuff like that, I was so bad that I I enjoyed watching my friends play it because I had I have a rooting interest in them and, and then it's just me hanging out. I feel no stress. Like when it would get past me and I would screw up right away, I'm like, this kind of sucks. Yeah. Like my my brother's best friend growing up was a big video game guy. Still is. Like he gets all the consoles as soon as they come out, stuff like that. And he would just come over and just play games and we would just watch because he was good at it and it's like fun. Like have you, actually, have you ever seen The King of Kong? It's a documentary. Uh no, I haven't seen it, but I know I know all about it. It's it's a, my favorite documentary because it is it's so compelling. It has the greatest villain of all time. It's uh, the guy who basically set the world record for Donkey Kong, yes, right? Yes, and how he set the world record for Donkey Kong and the guy who previously had it, how he was trying to stop him. It is incredible, highly recommend, but it is also 
I forget how long it is, if it's an hour and a half or two hours of just someone playing Donkey Kong, kind of like, not the whole time, like you get yeah. the whole stories, but you're watching other people play video games and I'm like, yes, right up my alley. My, I was going to say, yeah, that's literally, that. Uh, when it comes to documentaries, I don't think I could pick a more perfect one for you if, yeah. you, if you like watching people play video games. The other weird YouTube obsession that I always get recommended as soon as someone makes one it's like compilation videos of like either it's <laughs> like, for sports and it's like best game winning drives of the last 10 years. And I'm like, I mean, I got to watch this now. Like yeah. home, 2016 playoff home runs. I'm right. like, I should watch this. I'll, I'll watch like Barry Sanders, like top runs. Cause like every single one of them is like just, uh, just insane. It's the geekiest thing about me though. Like I just, and I have it on as background noise to the point where like I even, can hear the announcers. I'm like, oh, I bet this play is yeah. Oklahoma State, Texas. Like two teams I don't care about. It's like, Jesus, I need to pull back a little bit. But what's your weird YouTube oh, man, obsession? That's a good question. Uh, most of my, it's funny, if you go to like my homepage, because you know how like they they figure out what you like, just like any other social media. They figure yep. out what you like and they only give you that mm-hmm. on like the homepage. So I, I, my homepage is different than most people's and it's, most of my homepage is just like, uh, like SNL clips because I I go back and watch a lot of old SNL sketches yep. and like you know the cut for times that they only put on YouTube yep. which I love I think that was the best decision SNL has ever done because some of those are absolutely hilarious and you're like why did they cut this for time this is mm-hmm. great um, and like the digital shorts and all of those but then um, uh, there's like a couple of YouTubers that I like their stuff comes up and then the rest is like mostly like sports clips and like like I on the side like I run a website on the side from my you know radio work and it's a it's like a sports comedy site so I search weird weird crap all the time yeah so my search history on like YouTube might be weirder than most people and like if I ever have to make a video and I insert a clip or something I will search ridiculous ridiculous things you know like I'll, I'll search like magic mic scene and it's like I it's not because I want to watch it sure because I'm yeah. gra- <laughs> I, okay that Classic. was a bad example oh I don't want to watch <laughs> this magic mic I, scene I've never again. seen that movie I've never seen it nor do I want to it's just like sure I feel like I I search such weird stuff because of that and it me and my friend always play this game ooh maybe we can play it right now uh because uh, I played this we played that I played it with Melissa one time uh on this podcast. Uh, where we, we go through like at random points, like if we're together, especially we'll say, all right, pull out your phone, go to your Safari tabs. And we just go down the line and we read what open Safari tabs we have. Oh my God. Cause we never like clear them out. And so yeah. it's like, and he's a video director in Nashville. So he, he's like for, you know, when he's pitching video ideas and stuff, he has to search really random stuff. Yeah. And that's kind of what we do. So, um, yeah, I got mine up if you want to see. Okay. <laughs> okay. Literally the first one that comes up. What is it? Jeff Van Gundy woman filter. <laughs> Why did I search that? <laughs> Jeff Van Gundy, former NBA head coach. A lot of them are like Wordle. Oh, Anne of Green Gables. That was for the one day Melissa. Yeah. Melissa wore a dress into work. Because she said it was laundry day, which is weird because when it's laundry day, normally you wear sweats or like beat up raggedy clothes. Yeah. No, for Melissa, 
when she's out of sweats, she puts on dresses because then it's laundry. It's time to do laundry for her sweats. So I looked up Anne of Green Gables to uh, make a really funny reference because that's <laughs> that's who she looked like. I uh, I scrolled a little bit because a lot of mine are also Wordle. Uh, one of the first things I see though that is kind of buried. Uh, a Domino's pizza tracker from Kenny Chesney night because I got uh, Domino's oh, that's right. on the way you home. Got pizza after you got pizza after that I, show, and I waited a long time. I was in the store looking at the tracker while looking at the people making it, which they probably hated. But wait, I'm like, you were tracking it while you were at the store? Yeah, I was just curious. I'm pretty sure the pizza tracker when you're at the store is just your eyeballs. I don't know, man. I was kind of zoned out at that point. I had a couple of uh, of uh, daddy sodas, and uh, at daddy that point, sodas. That's what a buddy. Uh, I like that. My friend Pete at SiriusXM. He calls them uh, daddy sodas. We used to work nights, and he would always be like, "We going home for some daddy sodas?" And I, I would always say, that's, "Absolutely." That is a great. Oh, uh, every grunt from Home Improvement is on there. Okay, thank you. I there was. A, uh, I, in fact, uh, going back to the, my website, I made a video recently of where I referenced that a guy from the hot dog eating contest uh, burped right after and and it, during his post game interview. Yeah, just a huge belch, and I I superimposed that onto the end of Home Improvement, and I wondered like how many people because like Home Improvement that was like my childhood. I yeah. grew, grew up watching it. I wondered like how many people are not going to get this reference because now that show is. Home Improvement's old now. Yeah, I mean, it's not really playing anywhere. It's not like you... It, Roseanne has kind of lived on. A lot of these other shows yeah, have well, kind of lived Yeah, Roseanne got on. new life because they had the reboot. Yeah. And, like, Tim Allen's on, like, a few other shows, but I don't know how much Home Improvement lives through him being on other shows. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the last thing that is kind of funny that I have pulled up here, garbage collection for the city of Chicago. I don't know if you have this problem. No idea when my garbage gets picked up. There oh. is, I think our recycling is every other week, if I'm correct, and I am very confused by it because sometimes it's picked up, sometimes it's not, but we have, obviously, because we were moving, we were we had so many boxes, so we were leaving boxes like by our recycling, Yeah, and they were just there weeks on end, and we also were like, you know, we had paper that we were throwing away, like recycling and stuff like that, and our recycling was overflowing for like a week and a half, two weeks, and then it got picked up, and then it immediately got full again because we waited to throw all our other recycling out. And then we waited. So it has to be every other week. But yeah, I search garbage collection. Can I tell you something? Yeah. And I hope my neighbors don't listen to this podcast. Yeah. I have no idea where my trash goes either. Like we've been putting it in these trash cans behind our home. Like it's a trash area. And yeah. I think it's communal, but I'm not sure. Gone too far. You can't ask. I should just ask my landlord, but I haven't. And... I just, I will, I always, and I have to, to, I can't access this back alley from our house. So I have to go out the front door and walk around like the corner. Oh, and that's and a walk, walk. And it's a bit of a walk. Yeah. And so every time I have to take the trash out, I make that walk and I'm carrying these two large trash bags. And so like, I'm, I feel like I'm, every neighbor is like looking at me. And if I'm not, if I'm not putting the trash where I'm supposed to be putting the trash, then I'm being judged. And I know I can feel the judgy eyes just on me of like, oh, there goes the neighbor again, <laughs> you know, throwing his trash in our bins. But like it's communal. And so and there's like five or six trash cans and five or six uh, recycle bins back mm-hmm. there. And that's just where we've been putting it. And nobody's said anything yet. And we've been there like a little over six months now. Seven. We've been there eight months now. So you should be good. I mean, if I personally, if I see somebody walking around with a uh 
uh, trash bag and they look suspicious, I think illegal activity. Yeah, right. Not, hey, I bet this guy's throwing it in the wrong trash bin. It's well, and it's really awkward too. Is like when we have like because we have like all these like boxes, like diaper boxes mm. and like baby toy boxes and things like that. You know, yeah. Who like who else is it gonna be on my block? You know, we're the only <laughs> one with like a newborn. Like who else is going to be the one? You need another newborn, and so you could start blaming them for things like oh, God. That newborn's just throwing I need, their I, yeah, trash. I need someone else in my apartment, like our like little townhome, like duplex, like area. I need someone else to get pregnant ASAP. So you hope your neighbors now are listening. Like they skipped that little part. Now you're listening. Get pregnant. Get pregnant already. Like what are you guys waiting for? So that way I can blame you guys for putting the, (laughs) there's someone else to put the blame on for that. Uh, That's just what I think. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's a good point. I think you're in the, I think you've gone too far though, that if no one's yelled at you yet, you can keep throwing your trash wherever you would like. As long as it's not on the ground. I just love putting blame on other people. Oh, that's the best. You know, especially when you get away with it. (laughs) Dude. I feel bad sometimes, but then, like, if you get away with it and no one brings it up again, like, little stuff. Yeah, 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 little stuff. Nothing big. Not like murder. Yeah, not murder. Murder, Like, if I I murdered someone, I would just own up to it, you know? Hypothetically, if I murdered somebody. If I did it. (laughs) If I did it and then wrote a book called If I Did It. I would I would own up to it, and I would, and I would not try to place blame on anyone else. Uh, I read that book in high school. I know what book you're talking. Wait, about. Wait, did you really? Yeah, the O.J. Simpson. Book? Yeah, my brother ordered it, and then they remember it was like a whole thing, like where they were selling it, and then they weren't going to sell it, but he had already placed his and order. Then, but and and then the uh, the uh, the Brown family was given final say over what the cover looked like. Yeah, and it it was just called If I Did It. They made the if really small and in a different color. Oh yeah. To shine. And so the book just looks like it just says I did it. I and did it, it. And it's a photo of OJ on the cover. Oh it is. Brilliant on the Brown family. And it's a it's a it's a wild book. I'm not gonna call it a good book because it's obviously pretty messed well, up. Well if you follow him on Twitter, which I do just I because don't. it's ridiculous. I can't. I just I feel there's something weird about it. He's just that. yeah. It it feels like he early he feels like a like a a guy who might have like CTE, you know, like like yeah. just got hit in the head a lot during his football playing days. He's definitely gone gone through some tough times, and I have no remorse for him. But hey, hell of a book! Hey, uh, what? Yeah, I stayed up late uh, high school. I remember there was like um, it's so I, funny that you read it. It was like a week, not a week, it maybe a little bit longer because I'm a slow reader. But like there was a span in high school. I was in AP English. Not to brag, I'm a smart kid. Wow. Uh, we. <laughs> No wonder you read the book. You've probably read every book. I know. What a nerd. Uh, but I would I would report back to my AP English class uh, what I had found out the night before. And then one night, I had, I it was, was kind of late, and I was like, I got to stop. I, oh, I just finished a chapter. Let's see what it is. And it was basically like, all right, we've gotten to the night. And I just went... Uh, well, you're powering through that. I gotta go. You, that you can't put it down at that moment. And no. I came in. I felt like a king. People were like, "What's the update?" I was like, "Hypothetically, if he did it," and everybody went nuts. And it was a uh, yeah, it's a pretty messed up chapter to kind of get uh, high school kids excited in the long run. But hey, heck of a book. Maybe we should do a book club here with the uh, morning show, and we all read. If I did it, yeah. Like uh, when you got to that chapter, you're like Ron Goldman uh, finding the sunglasses at the restaurant. It's like, well, I have to. I can't turn away now. Like I got to go back and 
I gotta return these. So was the the whole book like just if like he did it and he described how he would do it? Yeah, like hypothetically, if it were to go down, there was a guy who drove him there and he kind of like reported the news and OJ okay, got a right. little well, upset. No, this is like now. This is now like a, a book chat in high school. This is like I went to your full book report it, presentation. <laughs> what so? Look, he literally draws out, like, if he would have killed her, this is how he would have done it? This is kind of the night in question, hypothetically, how it could have gone down and why he was feeling the way he was. And, yeah. How has anyone in his, like, camp or his group of friends ever been like, hey, Oge, hey, Orenthal, maybe not the best decision. Hey, Juice. I know you're a little loose. Juice, yeah. Well, we rein it in one time. Hey, Juice. Hey, Juice. Hey, Juice. I think this book hurts your public image. You get it? That was the old. Yeah, because like, it hurts Rent-A-Car. That was the car company he did I, it commercials I, for. I, I liked it. Uh, I know you're looking for the dollar dollar bills. Oh, oh nice. Team he played for. But maybe, maybe pull back a little bit. Hey, the glove didn't fit. Maybe you should quit this book. Right, right. Hey, uh, hey, Orenthal, this book isn't quite necessarily a naked gun. It's more of a smoking gun because of the movies he's in. Yeah. Well, well, I think we're all out of Orenthal, James Simpson jokes. I mean, I had some, but they got taken away from me, much like his Heisman. Oh, wow. Wow. Because his Heisman got taken away. His Heisman got taken away. Best Norm McDonald joke there is on the internet. What the the he, uh, Norm McDonald hosted oh, the hosting the ESPYS and he had a joke oh, at the gosh. end. This is a very sports centric one, so ladies, I hope I mean, you love it, it. No, it's more it's more of like a double murder centric one. Yeah, so murder mystery, alleged double. Murder. Finally, we have our murder mystery podcast. Yeah, right. Well, murder mystery podcasts play really well on the internet. I know it's going to play really well this week when we dive deep into the OJ Simpson trial. Let's let's name this episode murder mystery. Or something. Oh, yeah. It's definitely going to be. It should be if I did it, but I think that's copyrighted at this point. Yeah. Let's maybe avoid all any <laughs> any legal issues we could get into. If we did it. If we did. <laughs> Murder mystery, if we did it. That's what it will be called. But the Norm McDonald joke was simply, uh, he was hosting the ESPYs. It was a year or two after the O.J. Simpson stuff and happened. And Norm McDonald, notorious on SNL back in the day, hosting Weekend Update, for ripping O.J. Simpson, just nonstop, to the point where NBC's president, who was f- golfing buddies with O.J. Simpson, because O.J. used to be a sideline mm-hmm. reporter for NBC, he was friends with O.J., he he actually, like, the president of NBC told Lorne Michaels and Norm MacDonald, hey, you got to stop with the O.J. jokes. No more O.J. jokes. And Norm, being the just brilliantly minded comedian that he is continued with the OJ jokes to the point where he got fired from SNL a couple years later he's hosting SN or he's hosting the SBs. yep and uh by the way speaking of YouTube compilations they have a, a hour long a, a, an hour let me repeat one more time an hour long compilation of Norm McDonald doing OJ Simpson jokes and I watched that whatever I'm sad uh he did a joke at the ESPYs, though, where it was his final joke. Again, a year, or I think it was the year of O.J. Simpson, honestly. And that year, Charles Woodson from Michigan had just won the Heisman no, Trophy. No, 98, ni- or 97, 97. Oh, so it was a couple, it was a year after, or two years after. Oh, yeah, it was the, uh, Charles Woodson won the Heisman in 97, so this was the summer of 98. Summer of 98, and he goes, uh, you know, Charles Woodson, congratulations, Heisman winner here. 
You know, Heisman, uh, you know, Charles, you have done so, so many amazing things on the field, um, and you earned that Heisman, and no one could ever take that away from you. Unless you murder your wife and a waiter uh, outside of her apartment, then they could take that away from you pretty easily. <laughs> and Norm. no, no laughs. It cut to Ken yeah, Griffey right. Jr. and he just like looked away, and it found out that Ken Griffey Jr. like had like a after show party where he invited like almost everybody at the ESPYS, and he made sure Norm did not get an invite after that joke. Wow, that's how offended he was. Wow, so, Ken Griffey Jr. the kid, the kid might not like this podcast. Oh man, because I love King Griffey. King Griffey Jr. is my favorite player growing up. He uh, he probably yeah he probably tuned into this like finally I'm not going to get OJ Simpson talk. Bam, hit him with the OJ. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go, Ken Griffey Jr. <laughs> did you see? Did you see at the Field of Dreams game that the Cubs played in? Yeah. Uh, him and his dad, Ken Griffey Sr. and Ken Griffey Jr. walked out of the cornfield and they said, you know, to open the game. Yeah. They said, you know, Dad, you want to have a catch? Or do you want to have a catch because it it's a be. stupid field of Do you dreams. want to play catch? Yes. Right? Do you want to play catch, not have a catch? He asked that, and um, and he's like, yeah, I'd like that, you know, just like they do in the movie. Mm-hmm. Then so they, they you know, kind of walk, get some distance between them, and uh, Ken turns around and just kind of tosses the ball to King Griffey Sr., and he dropped it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? The most anticipated throw of the year. Of the year, and it's like you guys are two former Major League Baseball players. <laughs> King Griffey Jr., you're one of the greatest to ever play. I mean, he didn't drop it, so I'm not blaming him, but his dad. I know. That's your genetics that made the one of the greatest players of all time, and you played in the Major How are you going to drop that ball? <sighs> well, if he dropped that ball. If he did it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 